Sex is the life force energy that runs through us all. The link between sex, creativity, and the sense of aliveness is strong. Can you use sexual energy for your spiritual evolution? Or perhaps for emotional healing? Is it even possible? Clinical sexologist Dr. Martha Tara Lee will explore all these and more on the Eros Evolution Show here on Ohm Times Radio and TV. Hello, hello, and welcome to Eros Evolution. I'm with Cindy Gallup, and and uh, uh, she's wearing this uh, T-shirt, MakeLoveNotPorn.com. Uh, so yes, let me read the uh, show introduction. So today I'll be talking to the founder and CEO of Make Love Not Porn, pro sex, pro porn, pro knowing the difference. Uh, she'll be talking about her Asian background, her mission to change the world through sex, the challenges she faced, and how why she feels is so critical that the whole of Asia should make Asian love not porn hashtag. Uh, so more about Cindy Gala, she's half Chinese, uh, grew up in Brunei and spent 37 years working in brand building, marketing and advertising. She's the founder and CEO of Make Love Not Porn, which was launched at TED 2009, Pro Sex, Pro Porn, Pro Knowing the Difference. So in 2013, she turned Make Love Not Porn into the world's first user-generated, human-created social sex video sharing platform socializing and normalizing sex in order to make it easier to talk about and to promote consent, communication, good sexual values, and good sexual behavior. Make Love Not Porn's mission is to end rape, rape culture by spearheading the social sex revolution. So Cindy speaks at conferences globally, coaches and councils, describes her approach as, I like to blow shit up. I'm the Michael Bay of business. So you can follow her on Twitter at Cindy Gallup. And uh, also on Instagram, Cindy Gallup, Twitter, Cindy Gallup, and also Facebook, Cindy.Gallup. So for Make Love Not Porn, you can uh, follow on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Make Love Not Porn, one word. So thank you so much for coming. I'm delighted to be here, Martha. Thank you for having me. So uh, we've been following each other for years. This is the first time we're actually meeting in person. And uh, um, yesterday night, I was actually, uh, you saw my Facebook post, I... I actually talked about how I was actually supposed to meet you uh, in 2011, uh, more than 10 years ago. And during that time, you were in town in Singapore and you were doing some gathering of thought leaders in Singapore. And I was told that I must meet you, but I couldn't find the energy to meet you because my, my marriage was breaking down. I was depressed. I was psychologically abused. And I just didn't have the energy. So ever since then, whenever your name came up on social media, I will always think of that time when I was supposed to meet you and we never did. Um, yeah, and it was uh, even sadder when when I realized, you know, you are, you are half Chinese, so you, you do know a lot of the things that I go through. And even though you've been supporting me for afar and um, sometimes periodically um, post comments um, in support, it actually meant so much to me. Because, you know, in these last 13 years that I've been doing this, there were many, many times I wanted to quit, right? Yeah, anyway. I, I can totally believe it. And, and your words really move me, Martha. Thank you. I really appreciate hearing that. You, so, so, yeah, it really, it really helps. Um, so, anyway, um, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, this is a little bit all over the place. So, tell, tell us about how, um, I know 
I know originally it was makelovenotporn.com and now it's makelovenotporn.tv. So what is the difference between the two? Sure. And uh, and actually, if you go to makelovenotporn.com, that will take you to makelovenotporn.tv. Um, yeah, linked. Right. You know, Got it. Um, I mean, we, um, we, we feature the .com because it's easier for people to rem remember. But, but the, yeah. reason, the reason for the difference is that um, when I launched Make Love Not Porn um, in 2009, um, I mean, the, um, how Make Love Not Porn has developed is a complete accident because I didn't I didn't set out to create what Make Love Not Porn now is. So, um, and, and, and for the benefit of our, our listeners and viewers, um, what happened was um, I date younger men. And, and actually, especially for an Asian audience, I want to contextualize that because I am somebody who has never wanted to be married. I have never wanted children. I adore being single. I don't even want to be in a relationship. I cannot wait to die alone. And I date younger men casually and recreationally for sex. And I'm deliberately very public about all of that because we don't have enough role models in our society for women and for men, by the way, that demonstrate you can live your life very differently to the way that society expects you to and still be amazingly happy. And I'm one of the happiest people I know. And by the way, my Chinese mother has just about come to accept this. <laughs> so, um, so there I was dating younger men 14, 15 years ago, um, which is when I began realizing through having sex with younger men that I was encountering an issue that honestly would never have crossed my mind if I had not encountered it very intimately and personally. I realized I was experiencing what happens when two things converge. And I stress the dual convergence, Martha, because most people think it's only one thing. I realized I was experiencing what happens when today's total freedom of access to hardcore porn online meets our society's equally total reluctance to talk openly and honestly about sex. When those two things converge, porn becomes sex education by default in not a good way. Yeah. So I found myself encountering a number of sexual behavioral memes in bed. I went, whoa, I know where that behavior is coming from. I thought, gosh, if I'm experiencing this, other people must be as well. I didn't know that because 14, 15 years ago, nobody talked about this. Nobody was writing about it. This was me in isolation as a naturally action-oriented person going, I'm going to do something about this. So... Um, 13 years ago now, I put up on No Money a tiny clunky website at makelovenotporn.com that in its original version was just words. The construct was porn world versus real world. Here's what happens in the porn world. Here's what really happens in the real world. I launched it at TED. I became the only TED speaker to say the words come on my face on the TED stage six times. The talk went viral as a result. And it drove this extraordinary global response to my tiny website that I had never anticipated. Thousands of people wrote to me from every single country in the world, all over Asia, by the way, um, pouring their hearts out. And by the way, everybody, young and old, male and female, straight and gay. And I realized I'd uncovered a huge global social issue. And so that was the point at which I went, oh, my God, I now have a responsibility I have to take Make Love Not Porn forwards in a way that will make it much more far-reaching, helpful, and effective. And so that's why I turned into a business. 
And I bought the URL makelovenotporn.tv to differentiate. I originally left the original little dot-com site up. Um, subsequently, um, we merged the slides from that original site onto the homepage of makelovenotporn.tv. And so now makelovenotporn.com sends you to makelovenotporn.tv. But, uh, but, but that's why we have um, two different sites. The first one was just, as I say, a little public service announcement. And the second one is a user-generated, human-curated video sharing platform. And that's why I bought the .tv domain. Yeah, so I went to your website, of course, and um, it's it's so intriguing, um, but there's no preview, right? So, of course, we don't want it to be so explicit. So, uh, so what what do what can people expect once they uh, open an account? Sure. So, um, and I will just explain to our audience why um, I concepted and built MakeLoveNotPorn.tv because. You know, um, I always emphasize that make love, not porn is not anti-porn because the issue isn't porn. The issue is that we don't talk about sex in the real world. If we did, amongst a whole host of benefits, people would then be able to bring a real world mindset to the viewing of what is simply performative produced entertainment. So that is why our tagline is pro-sex, pro-porn, pro-knowing the difference. And that's why our mission is one very simple thing. We exist to make it easier for every single person in the world to talk openly and honestly about sex. And to do that in two respects. A, to talk openly about sex in the public domain. And by that, I mean parents to children, teachers to schools, everyone to everyone. But B, and even more importantly, to talk about sex openly and honestly, privately in your intimate relationships. And the reason that's so key is because we don't talk about sex, it is an area of rampant insecurity for every single one of us. We all get vulnerable when we get naked. Sexual egos are very fragile. People therefore find it bizarrely difficult to talk about sex with the people they're actually having it with while they're actually having it. Because in that situation, you are terrified that if you say anything at all about what is happening, if you comment on the action anyway at all, you will potentially hurt the other person's feelings, you'll put them off you, you will derail the encounter, you'll potentially derail the entire relationship, but at the same time, you want to please your partner. You want to make them happy. Everybody wants to be good in bed. Nobody knows exactly what that means. And so you will seize your cues on how to do that from anywhere you can. And if the only cues you've ever seen are in porn, because your parents never talked to you about sex, because your school didn't teach you, because your friends aren't honest, those are the cues you're going to take to not very good effect. And so given this mission of talk about it, I decided very simply to take every dynamic in social media and apply them to this one area no other social network platform will allow in order to socialize sex and to make real world sex and talking about it socially acceptable and therefore ultimately just as socially shareable as anything else we share on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram. 
So, um, gosh, 10 years ago now, I launched the first stage of this vision because I have a whole roadmap for the future for Make Love Not Porn that I'm about to raise a serious round of funding to build. But the first stage is makelovenotporn.tv, which is, um, as I've said, a user-generated, human-curated social sex video sharing platform. So basically, anybody from anywhere in the world can submit to us videos of themselves having real-world sex. But we are very clear what we mean by this. We are not porn. We are not amateur. We are building a whole new category on the internet that has never before existed, social sex. So our competition isn't porn, it's Facebook and YouTube. Or rather, it would be if they allowed you to socially, sexually self-express, which they don't. So social sex videos on Make Love Not Porn are not about performing for the camera. They are simply about doing what we all already do on every other social platform in every other area of life, which is capture what goes on in the real world as it happens spontaneously in all its funny, messy, beautiful, loving, comical, awkward, hilarious humanness. We curate to make sure of that. I designed Make Love Not Porn through the female lens around what everybody else should have, nobody else did, human curation. There is no self-publishing of anything on Make Love Not Porn. Our curators watch every single video submitted from beginning to end before we approve and publish it to make sure it's real. And we have a revenue sharing business model. Our members pay to subscribe, rent and stream social sex videos Half the income goes to our contributors, whom we call our Make Love Not Porn Stars. And Martha, I want to just, for the benefit of our listeners, drill a bit more into what I mean by social sex, because we are doing something utterly unique, and therefore we have an utterly unique capability. We have the power to change people's sexual attitudes and behavior for the better in a way that nothing else does. So, for example... Social sex videos on Make Love Not Porn are enormously reassuring because we celebrate real world everything, real world bodies, real world hair, real world penis size, real world breast size, real world vulvas. And the reason that's so important is because you can talk body positivity all you like. You can tell people to love themselves. At the end of the day, Nothing makes us feel great about our own bodies, like seeing people who are no one's idea of aspirational body types getting turned on by each other, desiring each other, having an amazing time in bed. Our mantra at Make Love Not Porn is everybody is beautiful when they're having real world sex, and they really are. I agree. and, And it's so critical because, you know, all around us, Martha, in popular culture, We are sent messages every day that say, you are not sexually desirable unless you are this skinny, six pack abs, look like this. Our members write to us and say, you know, you made me feel better about my own body. One man wrote and said, my girlfriend and I now feel able to be more open and central with each other because you made both of us feel better about our own bodies. I love it. Transformative. I love it. So it's normalizing and it's healing. And um, mm. I I didn't open an account with your site yet. So so I can I can also sense 
the reassuring tone uh, that exists on the site. So I love that um, you say that it's human create, curated because it's so important. So many of my clients actually say that they are very put out by porn because they are still coming across porn that is made by men for men. And um, the normalization, the human uh, curation is very important because uh, you really never know what you're going to stumble in uh, upon and then you get shocked and uh, put off um, by the whole idea of it. So I, I just want to share that um, recently I had a client who said that um, porn doesn't make him feel good uh, because uh, uh, he's comparing himself against all these porn stars who, of course, have those six packs like you mentioned and, of course, can last forever. And... Um, it's just so far away from where he is at. And so then I asked him, why do you keep watching those porn then? And he just stared at me. And I was like, you know that there are many different types of porn out there. There's porn, um, there's ethical porn, there's a porn by women for women. And then there's all that's your site. Yes. And he was he just he just he just looked at me like, you know, I was like out from outer space, you know? Yeah, no, and, and, and here's the interesting thing, Martha, because so I designed and concepted Make Love Not Porn to be fully gender equal, diverse and inclusive. You know, we are for women, men, trans, non-binary, you know, all of whom are represented in our contributors, our Make Love Not Porn stars. But I have to tell you, um, Make Love Not Porn is especially a revelation for men. You know, our members write to us every day telling us how much we've changed their lives. We probably get more emails from men because than women or anybody else, because Make Love Not Porn offers men something utterly unique that they will not find anywhere else on the internet, which is a space where they can see men being and they can be themselves open, vulnerable and emotional around sex. Men, men write to me. One of the things I hear very often from men is, um, after I watched my first video on Make Love Not Porn, I cried because they've never seen the emotion. Okay, you know, and and and, and that's another very important thing about what we do, Martha. So at Make Love Not Porn, we celebrate real world emotion, love, intimacy, feelings, and the reason that's crucial is because all around us in popular culture, again, on you know movies, TV, Netflix. We see many creative narratives and expressions of relationships, but we never see the actual sex. On Make Love Not Porn, you see the actual sex, but you also see the relationships. Because in our videos, those two things are indivisible. And when I say that, I don't just mean that in our coupled partnered threesome videos, um, you see healthy dynamics within relationships, you know, within sex. In our many solo videos, because we have many masturbation videos, men, women, trans, non-binary, you see what it's like to have a healthy relationship with yourself, with your own sexuality, your own body, your own genitals. And so, um, you know, I'll give you one example. I picked up an amazing Twitter exchange uh, recently between two men. Okay, one man had tweeted as a joke. He went, hi, I've got this really weird kink fetish. Um, I want to watch porn where people are honest, loyal, loving, decent, and really nice to each other. Hit me up with your hottest links, please. And so he was joking, obviously, but a man replied to him and said, he said, there's this website called Make Love Not Porn. We can watch real couples fucking and making love. He said, I watched a video where the woman said to her man, I love you while they were making love. He said, sincerely, I cried when I heard that. I mean, we are the place for men 
to come and and find out and the way i put it is if porn is the hollywood blockbuster movie make love not porn is the documentary we are a unique window onto the loving wonderful funny comical awkward hilarious ways we all have sex in the real world and there is so much to learn from that at so many levels that i guarantee every singaporean listening will absolutely bloody love it so guys please please check us out and and you know again um bear in mind um everything we do is designed to make it easier to talk about sex and so you know couples watch our videos together and they prompt amazing conversations and breakthroughs in communication you know one one couple said you know when we watch your videos um it you know to your to your point Martha it's absolutely normalizing all of this they said we find it so easy to talk about them as normally and naturally as we would talk about something we just watched on Netflix and then that leads into a great conversation about our own sex life and what could be better and so um you know we we really and i'm actually i'm blown away by both how well make love not porn does what i designed it to do and how well it does things i never designed it to do so on the what i actually designed it to do we hear all the time from couples going oh my god you saved our marriage you saved our relationship haven't had sex in years we watch your videos come on you know but we also hear from survivors of rape sexual assault sexual abuse we hear from female and male survivors who say to us make love not porn help me reclaim my body make love not porn enable me to be sexual again make love not porn brought sexual joy back into my life in a situation obviously where porn is just way too triggering and and so yeah we we are effectively self help for your sex life i love it so i can see how it can be so healing because this is real people being vulnerable mm. and uh, they're just being themselves they're not performing and we need to see that we need to see mm. this kind of modeling and we don't see this modeling in porn mm. and it's just uh, the scene ends you know with the uh, male ejaculation yeah no, no 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 exactly and so here's my overall vision for make love not porn martha So I designed Make Love Not Porn around all of my own beliefs and philosophies. One of which is that everything in life starts with you and your values. So I regularly ask people this question: What are your sexual values? And no one can ever answer me because we're not taught to think like that. Our parents bring us up to have good manners, a work ethic, a sense of responsibility, accountability. Nobody ever. brings us up to behave well in bed but they should because in bed values like empathy sensitivity generosity kindness honesty respect are as important as those values are in every other area of our lives where we're actively taught to exercise them So this is my vision for a world in which I finally get make love not porn funded to achieve our social mission at scale. When we do that, parents will bring their children up openly to have good sexual values and good sexual behavior in exactly the same way that parents currently bring kids up to have good values and behavior in every other area of life. We will therefore cease to bring up rapists. because the only way that you end rape culture and by the way this really is the only way Martha is by embedding in society an openly talked about promoted 
operated and very importantly aspired to gold standard of what constitutes good sexual values and good sexual behavior. When we do that, we also end Me Too. We end sexual harassment, abuse, violence, all areas where the perpetrators currently rely on the fact that we do not talk about sex to ensure victims will never speak up, never go to authorities, never tell anybody. When we end that, we massively empower women and girls worldwide. When we do that, we create a far happier world for everybody, including men. And when we do that, we are one step closer to world peace. I talk about Make Love Not Porn as my attempt to bring about world peace, and I'm not joking. I love it. And I agree with you. I've had my teachers talk about how people who are happy sexually uh, do not go out and fight and rape and uh, create wars. Yeah. And, and also, they're healthier. You know, I mean, we, we are currently I'm working. Happy, yeah. yeah. We're, um, we're, um, I'm very excited because an academic in, in Britain reached out to us, a professor at the university, um, whose work focuses on how important sexual health and happiness is to good public health outcomes. And so we're, we're working with him and his team to create a, a data-driven academic study on how Make Love Not Porn drives better public health outcomes. I agree. I mean, at first glance, it's not obvious the link with sex education uh, for parents. And uh, if they were to introduce uh, real sex to their kids, uh, what better site than Make Love Not Porn? Yeah. And, and actually, Martha, parents are buying their children's subscriptions to Make Love Not Porn because they tell us they want them to see what happy, healthy, loving sex relationships look like. Yeah, we need to have the modeling from start. I remember how when I was new to sex, I would always be frozen in the bedroom, like my body would be frozen. I was consenting, but I just couldn't speak in the bedroom. It was yeah. just the magic of sex or whatever it is. I just couldn't speak. And it took me many, many years to be able to finally be able to speak up mm. and to ask for what I need in the bedroom, to be able to say stop, to be able to say slow down and things like that. Mm. And uh, that's because we, 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 we don't get this kind of modeling at all. And in, in, in a lot of porn, you don't see them talking at all. You just see no, them no. going at it for a long yep. time. Yep. And, and so we have a hashtag on Make Love Not Porn, which is chatty. Um, um, all our videos where people are communicating well around sex, the hashtag chatty. Yeah, one of the biggest questions that I get from my clients is how do I say this? How do I say this? And, uh, you know, whether you talk about it before or during or after sex, it's so important to talk about it and not just be having sex for 30 years and never ask your partner for feedback. Never ask your partner about what will make it better. And this yeah. is happening so much all the time in my work. Okay, so we have a break and we'll be back right, right after this break. Home Times TV. Imagine becoming a super influencer. Reinvent yourself, invest in your brand, and then manifest your success with a robust, spheric approach. Own Times Media and Broadcasting offers a unique and multifaceted way to become the spiritual and conscious influencer you deserve to be by putting your message across our powerful platform with its proven record of integrity and excellence. Through our produced shows, Own Times offers the opportunity to become a social media TV personality, a radio show host, an Own Times magazine columnist, and a syndicated podcaster, all in one shot. By live streaming your show on Ohm Times TV and broadcasting it across the extensive Ohm Times radio and TV networks, 
You become more than a host. You become an ambassador and a force for positive change. Ohm Times. Open yourself to the possibilities. If I could be you, you could be me for just one hour. If we could find a way to get inside each other's minds. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Well, before you abuse, criticize and accuse. Walk a mile in my shoes. We're back with Cindy Gallup. She is the founder of makelovenotporn.tv and uh, also a thought leader when it comes to advertising. She does coaching, consultancy. She's also an author. She's She she really has her head in everything. And uh, as you can tell so far, she's, she's just so dynamic and charismatic. So I want to know about the statistics of Make Love Not Porn. I know... Um, like in 2015, there's one st uh, statistic I came across that you have 400,000 members um, and uh, China being the second country and Australia was at third. And then it was also like uh, kind of like blocked in uh, Indonesia. How is the status uh, right now? Sure. Um, <clears throat> and um, I want to just make our audience aware um, of the context my answer to that question, Martha, because... The one thing I didn't realize when I embarked on this venture was that I and my tiny team would fight an enormous battle every yes. single day to build this business, yes. basically because every single piece of business infrastructure, other tech startups get to take for granted. We can't. The small print always says no adult content. And I know you, Martha, are very familiar with this. And what that means is, you know, I have problems getting funded, getting banked, putting payments in place the tech services I want. And one of the worst ones is that we are banned from advertising. We can't advertise anywhere. Or we can't advertise on Facebook. We can't advertise on Instagram, on Twitter, on Reddit, um, in traditional media. And just so our audience knows, it's not just make love, not porn and sex. This is a gendered bias. Any female lens sexual health and wellness venture cannot advertise either. Menstruation ventures can't, menopause ventures can't, fertility ventures can't. In the meantime, male sexual health and wellness, erectile dysfunction solutions, absolutely fine. So, um, so bear in mind that our growth has been entirely organic. I'm going to come to how our growth has been driven because it's interesting. But so, so in the 10 years we've been going at Make Love Not Porn, we have had over a million members sign up. Um, and they come from all around the world. We get traffic um, and members from 220 countries. And just so you know, I mean, without being able to promote ourselves, currently, Singapore is our 33rd highest source of traffic. And, and, and because it's relevant, you might like to know that that puts Singapore two places above Ukraine, which is our 33rd highest <laughs> source. Um, and uh, do you know... Even in a war, people in Ukraine are signing up onto and watching Make Love Not Porn. So, um, you know, Make Love Not War, Make Love Not Porn. I'm very happy there's that synchronicity. But obviously, we have to get Singapore up the charts, you know. And, um, and th th this is the infuriating thing for me, Martha, about not being allowed to advertise. Because, um, as I said, our growth has been organic and it's been driven by two things, media coverage and search. 
So with the first of those, the one benefit of being a controversial venture is that we get ongoing media coverage all around the world without doing any media or PR outreach, just as well we can't afford to, by the way. Um, and what is interesting is that any time somebody covers us in any country around the world, that country rockets to be number two in traffic after the US. And if it's a big country, it becomes number one. So, you know, a few years ago, somebody wrote about us in Serbia, which is tiny, okay, whoosh, number two in traffic. That summer, we were written about in Switzerland, also minuscule, number two in traffic. Last year, we were written about in one of the biggest papers in uh, newspapers in, in South Korea. I woke up to South Korea as our number one source of traffic, accounting for 56% of it. That is how much people want what we do when they find out about it. And the other interesting thing that drives our um, growth is search, organic search, because again, Google have banned us from, from buying search ads. So here's the interesting thing, and this demonstrates our potential you know, for investors. Every day, all around the world, people search for Make Love Not Porn without knowing that we exist. And what I mean by that is, the top organic search terms that drive traffic to us are make love, not porn, real <laughs> not porn, you know, make love, not porn, when they don't know there's a company called that. One young man told me that he found us when he Googled porn that is not porn. He was so fed up with everything out there. He wanted something different. He had no idea what to look for. When you Google porn that is not porn, you find make love, not porn. So, um, you know, 13 years on from when I was the very first person to stand up on a stage and say, Porn is becoming sex education by default. 13 years on, people need us and they know they need us. And obviously, as you and I and all our listeners know, that is especially true in Asia. I love it. I love it. So um, I was actually thinking, like, is it a bad um, um, branding, advertising idea to include the word porn uh, in your website? And you have really answered the question the question yeah. of how actually it has actually been an advantage because it became an organic search term because of course it's also in your domain it's your branding it's your company mm. name and uh, that's fantastic so i was really surprised that it has hit 1 million uh, since 2015 which has been of course many years and uh, i'm so glad that the website is doing uh, so well so i do have some questions around mm. the the website so um i think it's pretty obvious from what you're telling me how it is different from only fans we started in 2000 16. So I'm not sure whether you're familiar with the case that's happening uh, in Singapore, um, which kind of exploded this year about um, this uh, influencer called Titus and he's 22. Uh, so he has this account on OnlyFans and there are actually about, about 100 people in Singapore who has uh, OnlyFans uh, creator. And uh, so what happened is he's earning like $30,000 a month and because he's loud and boisterous and all that. So, um, so just like the Singapore government uh, started to go after him. So the government always likes to make an example of certain people. And so what happened was um, because it is actually illegal in Singapore to transmit any obscene, so-called obscene materials by electronic means to take part in or receive profits from any business where such materials are transmitted. So what this means is uh, it's actually illegal technically uh, to even send a nude photo of yourself, even if it's consensual in Singapore. So so that's, that's, that's you know, yeah. Um, so, um, so, um, so Martha, my response to that, and and honestly, um, I've been saying this for 13 years, okay? Um, the answer to everything that worries people about 
porn, about sex, is not to shut down, censor, clamp down, block, repress. It is instead to open up. Open up the dialogue around all of this in an educational way. Open up to welcoming, supporting, and funding entrepreneurs like me, especially, by the way, female founders who want to disrupt all of this for the better. And open up to allowing us to do business the same way everybody else does. Because when you do that, you completely transform the landscape of what is deemed adult and make it transparent, open, educational, healthy. Um, I like to repurpose in this context um, Wayne LaPierre of the NRA's National Rifle Association over here in America, his infamous gun control quote, the only thing that stops a bad guy with a business is a good guy with a better business. And that's mm -hmm. what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I love what you're saying. Yeah, so so you are right. This is the climate of how Singapore is like. Uh, in Singapore, porn is watching porn online is not illegal. It is illegal when you download it. So uh, everybody can go ahead and uh, subscribe to Make Love Not Porn because mm. watching it online is not illegal. And you're not transmitting it. You're not sharing it. You're just uh, watching it for yep. your own personal purposes. Exactly. And you're not keeping it. You're not downloading it. Uh, in Singapore, it's a, a lot of contradictions, you know. Uh, yeah, sex is not illegal. I was sorry to interrupt, Martha, but I just want no, to go make ahead, go ahead. That because other people have said this to me. The Singapore government should be funding Make Love Not Porn. And, and the reason it should be funding Make Love Not Porn is because, um, you know, first of all, um, we celebrate love. OK, um, and I know the Singapore government wants Singaporeans to fall in love because the Singapore government wants many more Singaporeans to get married and have children. Okay, so when they do, we are their guide to a happy, healthy, loving sex life. Um, we are literally sex education through real world demonstration. We are how you encourage people to have lots more sex and therefore lots more babies. And when you have people who are having a wonderful, happy, healthy, fulfilling sex life, they have a wonderful, loving, happy, healthy, fulfilled relationship and you have a wonderful, happy, healthy, loving, fulfilled society. It's why I say that Make Love Not Porn operates in the single biggest market of them all. Not sex, not porn, the market of human happiness. Yeah, I agree with you. However, there's so there's so much censorship around it. Um, and it's, 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 it's also historical, it's cultural, it's religion, and... Um, I wish things were were open up more, because, but but I mean, it's, do, do it's so you, hard. Do you know, Martha? And this, this is this is something I've learned in my thirteen years working on Make Love Not Porn. It is all about the person who gets it. Okay. Now, um, I am, as I mentioned, you know, I, I'm setting out. I'm literally just about to open up a fundraising round for Make Love Not Porn. I'm out to raise twenty million dollars to scale Make Love Not Porn, to be the Facebook of social sex. And by the way, part of what I want to raise that funding for is the zero to 18 version of Make Love Not Porn, which is what I call the Khan Academy of Sex Education. I love it. Because Khan Academy tutors on every other topic under the sun except this one. Educational technology exploding, not in this area. And so I want to build Make Love Not Porn dot academy. And by the way, listeners, if you go there, I bought the URL many years ago. You'll see a holding page there. 
but parents and teachers have been begging us to do this. So that's one of the things I'm raising funding for. But, but, but here's my strategy for finding investors. And this applies to how you change things around this whole area in Singapore. Because in the conventional funding world, my biggest obstacle, and this again is Singapore's biggest obstacle, is the social dynamic that I call fear of what other people will think. Yeah, you're right. Which operates around sex, unlike any other area. You know, it's for me, it's never about what, what the investor actually thinks themselves. It's, you know, a bit, because when you understand what we're doing and why we're doing it, nobody can argue with it. The business case is clear. It's always their fear of what they think other people will think if they fund us. So um, what, what, um, what I've realized is my investors are absolutely out there. There are lots of them. And by the way, I know that there are tons of potential make love, not porn investors in Asia. Um, here, here's my challenge. They all have one thing in common. Your willingness to fund Make Love Not Porn is entirely a function of your personal sexual journey. It's a function of your personal lens on sex and sexuality, driven by your own experience. And I have no way to research and target for that. My investors are impossible to find by the usual means because they all have this one thing in common. And, you know, they're especially hard to find because sex is the one area where you cannot tell from the outside what anybody thinks on the inside. The people who look like they would totally get it don't. The people who look like total prudes do. And so my strategy for the past several years to find investors has been I put what I'm doing out there all the time. I self-promote, I blow my own trumpet across all my social channels, as you've seen. You know, I, I accept every media interview I'm asked to do. I go on every podcast because I have to rely on making those synaptic connections happen that will draw those investors to me. And it's a long, slow, painful process. But the good news is, in the past couple of years, that's been happening more and more. Investors are reaching out to me out of the blue. You know, white male investors reach out to me, shocker, and say things like, Cindy, I saw your post about Make Love Not Porn on LinkedIn. I'm intrigued. Tell me more. You know, one investor reached out, again, a white man reached out a few weeks ago. He said, um, I'm sitting here at 3 a.m. I've just listened to you on this podcast. You have blown my mind. He said, all my life, I have felt such massive guilt, shame, and embarrassment around sex. It's destroyed all my sexual relationships. You have just taken all of that away from me. You know, and by the way, I have $1 billion under management. I know many investors. I'd like to help with your fundraising. I'm going, yes, please. You know, um, so, um, so, 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 sorry, a long-winded response to my, my point, Martha, which is somewhere in the Singapore government are the people who get it. It's just about finding them. I love, I love how, I love, I love who you are. It's who you are that's making this work. Well, it's your, it's your vision, it's your conviction, it's your energy, it's your presence. Um, and also, it's not very, it's not obvious to others, like how bloody hard you work. Well, Martha, it's, it's people like me and it's people like you. Because, so, um, I'm interviewed all the time, as I mentioned, and... One of the questions I'm 
often asked by journalists is, so Cindy, why do you think we're all so repressed about sex? And I'm asked this question so often that I now have my answer down pat. Three reasons. So reason number one, <laughs> reason number one, centuries of repression, religion, socio-cultural dynamics in every single country in the world. What we're talking about is a global issue everywhere. Reason number two, the patriarchy. Because historically, every institution, including government and religion, has been male-dominated. We as women have never been enabled to bring our lens to bear on human sexuality, and the world is a poorer place for it. And reason number three, very straightforwardly, to your point, I say there are not enough people like me. And what I mean by that is the world makes it bloody difficult to innovate and disrupt social narratives around sex. Many people have tried and given up, and I don't blame them because my life is shitty on a daily basis because of what I do. The world needs people like you and me, Martha, who will not give up no matter what. The thing that most motivates me that you know makes me keep going through all of this is the social dynamic that I call, I'm going to fucking well show you. You tell me it can't be done, I'm going to fucking well show you. You put an obstacle path, I'm going to fucking well show you. I have to take all of those challenges, all that demoralization, all that depression, and turn it into motivation and inspiration. And that's what keeps you going. And that's what keeps you going. <laughs> yeah, you're making me cry. You're right. Yeah, it's, it's really, really, really tough when uh, you you have no idea what's going to you know land in your mailbox you you never know when you're going to have like somebody like hitting you below the belt like saying really really mean sexist things to you objectifying you and um yeah so in order to heal ourselves from all the things that you mentioned the social construct the patriarchal construct um it takes years and years of unconditioning and and also having that vision of like being the best person, the best version of yourself that you can be. And also, Martha, it takes because this is this is a fundamental part of of how I do what I do. When you have a truly world changing startup like Make Love Not Porn, you have to change the world to fit it, not the other way around. And so I've spent the past 13 years parallel pathing two things, working to build Make Love Not Porn and working to change the cultural context around it. Because I have to break down the business barriers in my own path. I have to blaze my own trail if I want to scale Make Love Not Porn to be the billion dollar venture I know it can be. And so I really encourage every female founder battling in, in the same way, whether in, in the area we work in or beyond it, you know, you have to change the world to fit you, not the other way around. And the good news is after 13 years of doing this, I'm bloody exhausted, but I'm seeing the results. You know, um, and, and, and so here's another question journalists ask me all the time. They go, so Cindy, when do you think all of this will change? When do you think we'll be less repressed? And I say to them, I'm sorry, but you've asked that question in completely the wrong way because you have asked that question in the passive tense. 
all of this changes when you and I and everyone else make it change and I don't wait for things to change, I make them change. Yeah, it's, it's about believing in, in the power of one even. Yeah, absolutely. Because every day it's so easy to get disempowered, to uh, play victim, to feel like I, what, I, what I think, what I have to say, what I feel doesn't make a difference. And uh, that's when we lose our power. Yeah, and, and it absolutely makes a difference. Um, one of my philosophies is micro actions. I'm really big on micro actions, which are small, simple, easy to do actions. So easy to do, why don't we do them? Because every single one of us, every day, taking micro actions to change what we want to see change cumulatively adds up at scale to enormous impact. I love everything that you are sharing. So having talked about work, business, uh, the business of make love, not pawn, um, I, I just want to say that actually, uh, you know, you've been doing this for 13 years and I've also been doing this for 13 years. And uh, at any point, did you actually feel like giving up? Oh my God, all the time. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Um, but uh, but honestly, um, I mean, I mean, I, obviously, I've thought of that. But quite frankly, you know, the other thing that keeps me going is, as I said, every day, the emails we get to make love not porn, the comments on our videos, you know, we are changing people's lives, and I cannot let them down. And also, I know the potential make love not porn has, you know, the only reason you know, that vision I, I talked to you about has not been realized is one thing and one thing only, lack of access to funding, lack of access to capital. That's my only problem. Money overcomes all of those barriers. If I could have raised the same kind of money as Facebook 13 years ago, we would be well on our way to ending rape culture globally. Uh, and by the way, just for our audience, you know, to, um, Make Love Porn's ultimate mission is to end rape culture. And we do that by doing something incredibly simple that nevertheless nobody else on the internet is doing. We end rape culture by showing you how wonderful, great consensual communicative sex is in the real world. Our social sex videos role model, good sexual values and good sexual behavior. And, and this is the very important part, we make all of that aspirational versus what you see in porn and popular culture. That's it. That's the solution. For 13 years, I've not been able to find the investors who put up the money to make that happen. But I'm really optimistic now that that our time has come. And so, you know, I say about to set out to raise 20 million dollars. And by the way, listeners, anybody out there in Singapore, I would love Singaporean investors. I'd love investors from anywhere in Asia, quite frankly. So anybody, you know, you know, hook a sister up. Cindy at makelovenotporn.com. Yes, I, I love it. And uh, they can also contact you on cindygallop.com uh, yep. uh, if they wish to engage you as a thought leader. And uh, this, this uh, podcast is also going around the world. And um, so, so I just want to say that um, um, all the things that you mentioned about um, changing people's lives, um, sex being wonderful, role modeling, being aspirational, this is actually, I think, the same reasons why I do what I do. Um, I, I keep going because I 
beyond the trolls and people who harass me and make fun of me and sexualize me, objectify me, it's also the people that I do get to see transform in front of my eyes, who I get to support, who have the flicker of hope in their relationship, who develop sexual confidence through developing sexual skills. So we are actually doing the same kind of work, but in a different way. Like mm. I work with people individually and then you have this side that is able to touch millions of lives. Absolutely. And um, so, yeah, and, and I really would love for you not to give up. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to give up. I'm absolutely not going to give up. And, and by the way, again, you know, given my background, Martha, especially because Asia, Asia needs what we're both doing so badly. You know, I, I know that very, very well indeed. Yes. Um, so, um, so, um, um, so Martha, I have to say, um, obviously, it has been a total joy talking for the first time ever. And um, I hope very much that I will have the opportunity to meet you in person because I'm going to be in Singapore in three weeks time. Yes, yes, let's meet. Because, because, because Singapore, as I said, needs what we both do. And um, I think um, in our audience, there must be people who want to help us make shit happen around all of this in Singapore. So we should strategize. I love it. I love to continue to support you in everything that you're doing. It's it's so amazing. Um, so uh, we have like two minutes left. So right. um, is there anything else that you would like to share? Um, you know, um, I think um, just um, honestly, everybody who is listening to this conversation you know, um, the, um, the, the, the message that, you know, Martha and I are completely aligned on is, you know, it, um, and, and incidentally, you heard, me, you heard me say earlier that Make Love Not Porn is an accident. What is no accident is that my background is 37 years working in advertising. I've spent 37 years working in the business of communication. I know, therefore, that everything great in life and business is born out of great communication. Sex is no different. Great sex is born out of great communication. Just talk about it. And, you know, talk about it um, to your partners. Talk about it during it. You know, um, I am my own research lab. I date younger men. Casually in recreation, I date a lot of them. You know, I, you know, I have sex with younger men who are extremely attractive, had a ton of girlfriends, and I've never said a single word in bed, which emerges obviously when I begin talking in bed, but I, I find it astonishing. And so, you know, the one thing I really want all of you to take away from this is what Martha and I are both working to change, which is just talk about sex. Love it. I, I absolutely love it. It's, it's so important and it's so difficult for so many people because we're not getting the modeling. So once again, uh, follow Cindy Gallup at uh, make love not porn, uh, dot, uh, TV or dot com, and uh, you can find Cindy Gallup on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and also website Cindy Gallup. So thank you so much for being here. It's been such a pleasure and I definitely love to uh, meet with you when you're in Singapore. Excellent. And keep up the great work, Martha. You're doing a fantastic job. Oh, thank you.